You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. Looking now at the hospitality uh, industry, uh, there was a report released uh, around the 2023 outlook for the tourism and hospitality industry of uh, South Africa and Africa. Uh, The report was uh, released uh, having measured 17 countries across the continent. Uh, And we're chatting now with the Portfolio Director of Food, Trade and Hospitality at DMG Events, um, Evan Schiff. Evan, thanks very much for making the time. Uh, Do you want to just give us a snapshot of uh, what the index uh, showed in terms of any new um, insights that we might have seen and what we can expect to see from the hospitality space in 2023? Yes, indeed, Jimmy, and um, thank you so much for having me on. Good evening. Um, As you say, uh, we have seen some really great results coming from this um, confidence index. We did a large survey, as you said, 17 African countries operators, tourism and hospitality operators responded, um, and we wanted to measure what the impressions and what the perceptions of the recovery would be on the ground, um, what they were seeing as the main drivers of demand, um, and also what headwinds they uh, still expected to encounter. Um, And the results were simply uh, spectacular. So we saw an 82% of respondents were very confident of the state of the recovery of the industry over the short term, rising to 90% over the uh, medium to long term. And this just shows that from the people on the ground, they are willing to put their time, effort, and of course money, uh, meaning capex spend, into their sector and into this business. So um, that is very encouraging and certainly tracks well with the overall um, general travel statistics, which puts um, amongst the global recovery, um, puts African market about 43% of the pre-pandemic levels, which certainly does track with what is happening internationally. So uh, yeah, overall, uh, an exciting set of results. Um, and some interesting trends coming out of it. Mm. And within South Africa, uh, sorry, within the African report, are there other countries that are showing better signs of recovery than, um, say, for example, other countries? So if if South Africa versus the other 16 countries that were in the report, are we seeing any trends or any patterns around some countries performing a little better? Um, We're certainly seeing um, your general tourism hotspots, so uh, Kenya, and East Africa have been looking strong. Um, South Africa has been doing well itself. We're seeing tourism numbers um, increase and more landings here in the country. Um, So generally speaking, those strong markets um, that were strong beforehand or where people are feeling comfortable and tourists are feeling comfortable coming back. But what's quite interesting is those numbers just show a general number. If we delve a little bit deeper and we look at the makeup of tourism that's coming, um, we see a slight change in those uh, demand profiles. So whereas before a tourism market for South Africa might have been driven by um, you know European and American visitors, um, during the pandemic, that had to pivot to domestic terrorism. Uh, sorry, tourism. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, domestic tourism. <laughs> Never mind about that. And um, domestic tourism, and then also regional tourism, as, as um, you know, African countries were able to travel before those European or Asian uh, other markets were able to travel. So this led to those establishments that could pivot the best, that could adapt their offerings to this new tourist uh, coming from different regions, you know, a Nigerian 
uh, traveler is going to be interested and wants different brands. They're going to want a slightly different service offering than somebody from Ger Germany, for example. Um, being able to pivot and adapt to this new market certainly helped with this recovery and helped with this confidence that we're seeing. And what's really great is now that travel has opened up, it hasn't been a case of losing the regional travel and gaining back the international. The regional travel has stayed um, and then the international is coming back into that. So um, that's certainly something that is a, a, a welcome change. And for those that were able to take advantage, um, something that they are building on uh, and helping with the confidence of the industry. Now, you mentioned that they, uh, we haven't yet returned to pre-pandemic levels. I mean, we're still 43-odd uh, percent away, uh, or we're still at 43% of pre-pandemic levels, rather. And the this begs the question, I mean, is COVID still impacting the, the sector? Is it still something that um, companies and businesses foresee as something that's going to continue to impact them? And alongside that, what are the other challenges that are being raised? What are the challenges that are being identified at this stage? Certainly. So from a COVID point of view, um, we mustn't forget that COVID is still very much part of this world. So um, you will get uh, people that are uh, perhaps immunocompromised um, and they can't travel as much as they would have. Likewise, you might see companies that have changed their travel policies or shifted to more of an online meeting space. Um, so that will have impacted to some degree as well. But on the whole, companies do want to still travel and do need to still travel. You, you need to see those customers face to face. You need to build those relationships face to face. Likewise, leisure travel people, if they can and they feel comfortable, um, are actually getting back on planes and, and, and making those trips. So it's less of, um, you know, something that's permanently impacted uh, the industry in a negative fashion and more of some of the the uh, techniques that were developed during COVID. So um, automation and uh, a greater use of technology um, for uh, less face-to-face -face engagement, more use of online booking, online check-in. Um, these are very welcome and one would argue necessary uh, innovations that were needed by the industry, but took this great shock in order to spur that innovation and spur the adoption of that. So these are, um, it's, a changing and a settling into a new normal more than it is something that has been kind of permanently uh, permanently damaged by COVID. Um, in terms of the other challenges, um, it is what you would expect. So the top three challenges that respondents reported were inflationary pressures. So this looked at you know rising operational costs, um, a lessening of travelers' discretionary income, um, higher interest rates mean that your capital spend uh, will be somewhat curtailed. You can't borrow as easily as you once might have. Um, and also construction costs would have increased slightly. So that, that, that can put a, some, a slight damper on the level of investment and on what people are able to do. Um, likewise, energy costs. So not just for South Africa and the impact of load shedding, which is well documented, uh, but also for the rest of Africa, there has been a general increase in energy prices seen globally um, due, to inter due to the uh, international situation. So those have had somewhat of an impact into the, the sector. And of course, then you have from that things like higher flight costs, which anybody would have had to book a flight from Cape Town to Johannesburg recently uh, would know all about. And then finally, um, the talent and access to talent was an interesting challenge that came up. So during the lockdowns, when um, hotels were either closed or had to curtail the operations, they either put staff on furlough 
they reduced salaries, or they had to unfortunately let people go. Um, those people they went off and found either other jobs, and they have not returned to the hospitality sector. Um, and that is something that, as the demand and as business is coming back, um, you know, the industry is reporting this as a challenge. So. While they may be able to, uh, they've learned that you can actually get by with a smaller staff complement, um, and operators are not expecting to go back to the full complements they had pre-pandemic. They can make do just fine on a, on a lesser uh, complement without impacting service levels. What they still do need is access to quality staff, um, people that are wanting to make hospitality a career, um, and likewise to attract those those staff back from other sectors back into the hospitality industry. So um, that is quite an interesting challenge, but a welcome one, because it means that there is active hiring that's going on within the sector. And you, you touched on the last point that I want to look at as well. Um, where where there's challenges, there's also opportunities, right? So are we seeing uh, an increase in opportunities from an African space? I mean, if we if we look at the data, uh, you mentioned earlier that um, domestic travel is now staying at elevated levels where it is. Are we now seeing that African destinations are um, faring better against the likes of your traditionally more popular destinations like Bali and the Maldives, for example? Are we seeing that there's a growing trend in um, businesses, hotel chains maybe, and, and bigger hotel brands that are now investing more in Africa and seeing an opportunity to invest in Africa at this time? Um, I wouldn't say more. I'd say that the um, response has been in line with global. So everybody's travel is coming back and Africa has been no different, which is, uh, as I said, it, it could have been the other way. People could have just decided, you know what, that's too far, too long a destination. We're not confident that we're going to be safe when we go there. Um, therefore, we would have been rising at a, at, a, at a lower rate than everybody else, but we're not. So that is really good. But what we are seeing is that the level of investment, um, you know, hotel chains are, are purchasing new properties. They are building new properties. Um, there is investment going into the sector, um, specifically in Africa, in, in the territories. So um, some of that may have been paused during COVID but uh, people are getting back on track now because we're seeing this rising demand. So overall, it is a, a very good picture, very exciting time for the African sector um, and one that we are uh, very interested to discuss more at our show um, and to see uh, grow over the coming years. Absolutely. And I mean, I think uh, we, we definitely want this trend to continue. We don't want the effects of things like load shedding in South Africa to be a dampener on uh, the progress that's being made. I mean, it's very important for this hospitality space uh, to recover. Um, but that's all we have time for. Thanks very much, uh, Evan. That was Evan Schiff, Portfolio Director of Food, Trade and Hospitality at DMG Events, just running us through their latest hospitality and tourism outlook uh, for 2023. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.